Hey, Tim. Hey, Dan. Uh, why did the skeleton break up with her boyfriend before Valentine's Day? No idea. Her heart wasn't in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's all I got this week. Uh, hi, this is Tim. This is just a heads up that all the advice you're hearing in this podcast is general in nature. If you want something more specific, then feel free to contact us. Drunk accountant, drunk account, drunk, drunk, to drunk accountant, drunk accountant, drunk account, drunk, drunk, to drunk account, drunk account, drunk account, drunk account, drunk account, drunk account. Hello and welcome to the podcast. My name is Dan. I'm Tim. And this week on the podcast, it's our first episode of Love February. Mm. Love it. And then we're going to talk about all things love this month. We thought, you know, what's the, what's the main thing that a small business owner should love, Tim? Their business. Their business. <laughs> so we thought we'd get Brett from Business Valuations Online this week to talk to us about increasing the value of your business and maybe even so much that you don't want to get rid of it anymore. Yeah. G'day guys, thanks for having me. Thanks for being here. Thanks for being on, it's good to have you. You travelled a long way to be here with us today as yeah, well. Yeah, so. a very long way, it was like two hours in a car. Oh. That's a commitment. <laughs> yeah. That yeah. is commitment. Yeah, that's more than we drove to get here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's our podcast. Of course. <laughs> uh, all right, so start with Tim. What, what is, is the Tim, Tim and Daniel? <laughs> nice. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> but I reckon you'd have a really nice low yeah, I was, was going to come in with yeah. a baritone there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, not yet. <laughs> You've got an excellent voice for podcasting. Actually, yeah, you do so. actually. It's it's quite. Uh, it's got a good tone. Mm. Good tone to it. Um, Tim, I'm going to hijack the Tim and Dan though this week. Oh, good Be- because love um, it when you do this, Dan. W- what's something that we love? Golf. <laughs> Wrong. That's something you love. <laughs> something we, we love, Tim, is um, is is our listeners. Yeah, of course. Right? Yeah, our love listeners. The listeners. Yeah, and something that they love is getting upset at us when we don't give them ah, awards. Ah, yes. So the I fuming thought it is about time. We're in February now. It is time to give out the Fuming Drunkie Award, yeah? Beautiful. Brett, you're very lucky to be a part of this because... <laughs> I actually was fuming that I missed out on the drunkies myself. <laughs> <laughs> and I forgot to actually submit a Fuming Drunkie oh. uh, complaint. So yes. You can do a live one here if you, if you want. I, I just don't have the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, Next I don't year. remember which category <laughs> yeah. I was after. Yeah. So sorry. Next Two hours Next to come year. up with a Fuming Drunkie on the way here. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the first, the first one. We're, I'm only going to read out three. There's three good ones that I liked. Okay. Uh, this one here says, uh, "Could you let Tim know his pizzas are ready in Redcliffe, Queensland, Domino's?" And there is a photo, and it says, "Tim Garth, your pizzas are ready at Domino's." What? And then it reads, "And I think I should get the fuming drunkie." Still fuming, rejected my suggestion for a bogan accountant drunkie and my nominations of Tim and Dan in 2021. Oh, <laughs> wow. Turning back the clock, Stephen Pinkard. <laughs> okay. He's written to us a few times over the years, Stephen. Do you reckon he ordered? How did he get that, Tim Garth? I don't know. If you look at this picture, Tim Garth. Wow. It says Tim Garth. We can confirm. Yes. At the Redcliffe. That, that definitely says that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> at the Redcliffe Dominoes. Redcliffe Dominoes. So there's a doppelganger Tim out there. <laughs> like there are other Garths out there. Does it? Yeah. Tim so Garth? it could be a relation of mine, like a mm. long lost cousin or something. Also known as Tim. Wow, that's really good. Likes pizza. Look, that gets my vote straight away. <laughs> Don't even bother reading out the other two. <laughs> no, the other two are good. The other two are good. Okay. So we had a comment just today, so it snuck in, and I think it was quite funny. Um, this is a post on Instagram, okay. and it says, listening to this episode now, Okay. and it's a picture of the drunkies. Yep. 
And it says, got the one-two punch of you forgetting who submitted my online shopping tight-ass tip and then lost the award to your parents. <laughs> Can parents be Nepo babies? <laughs> <laughs> Nepo babies? <laughs> Nepotism. Oh, my God. That's so good. That's uh, that's Jade. Not your Jade. Different Jade. Right, different Jade. Different Jade. Wow. That's um, pretty bad if you yeah. forgot Jade. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. My, literally my wife's name and so I thought that was a good one because I, I agree Jade I mean I'm fuming that that uh, Tim gave the award out to his parents uh, <laughs> I'm I'm all nepotism nepotism we've been accused of nepotism yeah. on the two drunk accountants podcast yeah. I like funnily it. Uh, that was Tim's name um, uh, nickname in high school was uh, nepo baby <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, so this one Jerk. this one's a good one uh, and it's um, it's from a friend of the podcast. I don't know why he's a fuming drunkie because he actually won a drunkie, but, but we'll continue. <laughs> we'll go through Just it. Just wanted to be angry. It says, the inmates must be running the asylum over there. There's no way in frozen hell that Zero gets to walk away with the Zero Award this year. <laughs> MYOB should have won it for sure. They're absolutely the best. The, their various accounting products are really straightforward and easy to use. The fact that there's even a different version isn't confusing at all to anyone. <laughs> I love how easy it is to obtain timely support from their team. Their response times are fantastic and it's really easy to pay them for their payment uh, through their payment portal, which works every time. <laughs> so much sarcasm. Everyone knows that all the best apps were definitely made to work seamlessly with MYOB. In fact, I would go so far as to say that SaaS companies most certainly build their apps with MYOB in mind mm. and zero integration only being an afterthought. Poor old zero. <laughs> MYB is entirely relevant to the needs of the modern business owners. They were robbed and they deserve the 2022 Zero Award. <laughs> or else I'll eat my hat. Sincerely, MYOB for life. <laughs> That's brilliant. So, um, yeah, that was Jack Dixon of Backbeat Academy. There we go, Jack. <laughs> Loves MYOB. <laughs> Brad, what are your thoughts on MYOB? Oh, a quality product. Yeah. Mm. Um, you know, we... Uh, tried to integrate our, our systems directly with Xero uh, and MYOB mm -hmm. and QuickBooks, et cetera. MYOB does not work doesn't work because mm -hmm. it's got all these various issues and are trying to interface. So, yeah, you can see why it gets dropped. Yeah. Yeah. It's rough. Well, according to Jack, they're the best. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Just That's a slight amount of sarcasm there for Jack. Yeah. Um, there's, some good, there's some good fuming drunkies there. So out, so. Of those, out of those three, do we give it to... Um, mm. Bogan Drunky Award nominations for Tim and Dan. I like that one. Do we give it to uh, Nepo Baby and the <laughs> and, and and the online <laughs> and the online uh, shopping tip, which I believe was the um, put it in your cart. Right, that's and right. Then, yes, um, and then you forgot who it was. I forgot who it was, and it was Jade. So yeah, you, you put the um, you put items in your cart, and then you were close the page and mm. then uh, they email you the next day and say, a "Did link. you forget this? Use this code to get mm. a discount." and they get a discount. It actually works. That does happen. Diabolical, but it's brilliant. It yeah. is. It is. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I understand why she's upset she didn't win the award. Um, or do we go with um, MYOB for life, Jack Dixon? Mm. My vote's with Tim Garth at the uh, Redcliffe Dominoes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's my vote. <laughs> but you guys can uh, settle this. Brett, what do you, what do you Look, think? Look, as an impartial outsider, yeah. I believe that the, the, the Nippo baby was definitely the, <laughs> that was the, funny. the yeah. standout there. <laughs> the Nippo uh, baby. That was good. So I could, I could, go, yeah, for, I could go for MYB for life. Then we've we got three winners. Three. But I think I'll, I'll pick a winner. I think I'm not going to go with Jack because he already won a drunkie. Although yeah. I think his MYB rant goes down in history. 
That's uh, fantastic. It's, it's probably yeah. almost as good as um, <laughs> as uh, Andrew Patton Smith from Jazoodle calling us and giving us a rant in his uh, yes. Pommy accent that yeah, time. Yeah, that was, that was good. good. Yes. Um, but I think I'm going to have to go with Nepo, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations, Jade. You are the Fuming Drunkie wow. Award. All right, we'll send you, you a shirt. Not, yeah, based on your listening habits right now, you're probably not going to listen to this for a month or two anyway. <laughs> so you're a month behind. When you finally listen to this, uh, send in a message. We'll send you uh, a shirt. Nepo, baby, that one, Jade. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, love it. All right. Uh, should we move on to our business update? Yep, yep, we should. Uh, I've come prepared with the business update today, gents, so don't worry. Mm. And it is that beer prices could be going up Outrageous. very soon mm. because of inflation being tied to the uh, excise mm. on beer. And uh, apparently, because of the inflation rate being as high as it's been mm. in over a decade, yeah, uh, we're now staring down the barrel at some pretty high beer prices. Okay. So we could be looking at $12 schooners. Which actually, if so you go to Sydney, it's pretty Sydney normal. Prices? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's not a schooner. That's a, a what's the the one in between? A, a schmitty. A schmitty. Yeah, a schmitty. Yeah, that's a schmitty. <laughs> Twelve to thirteen bucks yeah. for a schmitty. Not if a cra- not a craft one. Either. Just like forex. <laughs> if you add an SCH at the start, you can actually add a few dollars. People don't know that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, look, that concerned me a little bit. And uh, no, that's that's a tough one. So, uh, but I imagine any anyone who has to pay the alcohol excise um, would then be worried about that. Also, I don't know how much sympathy I have for for the big beer manufacturers. Mm. Um, they probably did all right over so COVID, maybe. This is in it. yeah, they did. Yeah, I mean, even um, you look at those zero alcohol beers mm. that are out at the moment. You're all They're, for them. Like you've been, you've really even stepped up your advocacy of non-alcoholic beer so recently. We're talking about business valuations yeah. today. Yeah, and uh, have you heard of the brand Heaps Normal, Brett? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So they came out just before COVID and it's zero alcohol beer. They even mm. have their own bar in Sydney mm. of non-alcoholic beer, mm. I think anyway. Mm. Don't quote me on that. And uh, according to their CEO, their business is worth $50 million mm. now. And they only have 1% of the market share of zero alcohol beer drinkers. It's only are, 1% of sales. So are they 1% of the total non-alcoholic? Normal. The total... Consumption yeah, okay. of alcohol is one percent of all yeah. beer drinkers. That's right. Yes. yes. Okay. I just wanted to clarify that. Yeah. That's pretty impressive. Mm. Mm. I'd like to see the metrics on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Agree on those expert. Uber valuations. Yeah. 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 When the CEO does the valuation, it's <laughs> yeah. not as reliable as it could be. Yeah. True. I mean, yeah, that's true. He's on, probably spruiking his own share price there. On, yeah. on an unrelated note, um, we recently did a valuation at the two drunk accountants, and a uh, billion dollars. <laughs> Yeah, so, it's fair. It's fair. I was going to ask Brett what our podcast would be worth. Yeah. Then I thought that's going to lead to some pretty awkward questions like, what's your turnover? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mind if I see your books? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, we're like, and you know, we're, we're growing subscriber numbers. It's, it's like Netflix or uh, Twitter or anyone that doesn't make money <laughs> yeah. for a while. Where oh, right. It's all so about at some point you're going to monetize. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. Right. Listenership. Yeah. yeah. We're at least a billion now though. So get yeah. in on the ground floor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll buy shares yeah. now. Yeah. 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 Cool. Exciting yeah. offers available. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, anyway, beer prices going mm. up um, and the beer companies are trying to influence the budget. That's mm. really what's happening here. Mm. So they're doing a bit of PR, a bit of lobbying. And I think most Australians will get behind that to not increase beer prices. Yeah. I, <laughs> I mean, are, are there some other things I'd like to see in the budget? Yeah, definitely. Um, 
Personally, Is alcohol excise that high up my list of concerns? Not really. Personally, I'd put that up there with like childcare subsidy, <laughs> beer prices. Don't increase them. Yeah, that's okay. all I'm saying. Just general interest rates, really. I yeah, think it's, it's, it's comparable. Yeah, mm, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Same effect on the my household living. budget. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, House right. prices, interest rates, <laughs> yeah. beer excise. Exactly. <laughs> Important issues. Yeah, okay. All right. Well, uh, let's, let's move on, shall we? Yeah. Um, mm. Tight ass tip. Tight ass tip. Uh, I've got a love based tight ass tip. Yeah, I think you should go, Dan. Yeah, seeing it is love February. Love Feb. Um, so I found a way recently that you can save on Valentine's gifts. Big fan of that. Yeah. Big fan and of I know, that. And I know you'd be a big fan of this, Tim. I think you should actually follow this one. Uh, I read a clickbaity article the other day, actually. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, actually, sorry. My wife read a clickbaity article. Yeah. And it said, the title of it was, Your marriage is in shatters if you don't celebrate Valentine's Day. Something mm. along those lines. And then did she show you that to you? Yeah, she said, oh, I just read yeah. this. And well, I, was like, I actually have the solution for you. Okay. The way to save money on Valentine's presents is to be single. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm following this year. Oh, so, so, Brett, I have to share with you. Dan's just discovered working from the bath uh, <laughs> since he's become <laughs> single. It's not somebody I want to picture, man. <laughs> We're wearing board shorts, bro. Yeah, I mean, whatever, whatever you need, but <laughs> it's true. But uh, yeah, no, things are good. And things are good. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Tim, this could be a solution to your problem, mate. Don't change the topic. We're yeah. going to talk about you working with the bath. I'm worried because he could get electrocuted in there for a start. I've got the thingy, the little thing that goes over the bath, holds your laptop. But he thinks it's the secret to productivity. He got more done in two hours than he has in recent times. I so have two hours. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> That's a long time for a bath. Yeah, Did water you? went cold. I had to top it up a few times. Yeah. <laughs> You're starting to make human soup rather than actually having a bath. I was a little pruny, but there's, a, there's some good solid work done in that two hours. I'll tell you that much. Uh, speaking of life, you, know, you put a bath bomb in there. You <laughs> set the mood. <laughs> Some candles. Yeah. 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 And then just knock out a few tax returns. It's so good. good. Yeah. So good, Dan. No, that's a great tight ass tip. Yeah. But actually, I do, I do want to explore this a little bit further with you, Tim. Um, not the going, becoming single thing. Um, I, don't, I don't wish that upon you. But okay. um, you're someone who doesn't like gift giving and, I don't. No, I'm and not celebrating holidays. Not really. Let's explore that. No. Why, why do you not, why do you not love people and... <laughs> people in your life people ask me when there's like a gifting occasion like what mm. do you want Tim and I'm like nothing just mm. don't worry I don't want anything mm. and I think them giving me something mm. sets the expectation that I have to give them a gift and then it just it just gives me anxiety I'm a pretty relaxed person most of the time but when I have to give someone a gift mm. it's the end of the world for me really yeah. I don't want to disappoint them but also I don't want to spend that much money either <laughs> <laughs> So you're really going to find that perfect nexus. I, I was hoping that uh, the birth of your child would, you know, help your cold heart grow four <laughs> sizes, uh, much like the Grinch, but didn't happen. Well, it's just consumerism. Yeah. Okay. That's all it is. Okay. It's not a true reflection of love. I've think. seen you. So I know two scenarios then in which Tim gets very anxious, Brett. Uh, one, gift giving. And two, uh, in the drive through at a McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> he loses it there too. Very true. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of pressure in the, in yeah. the oh, well, I order yeah. items that aren't on the menu that haven't been on the menu for 20 years. <laughs> and then uh, the 15-year-old checkout person has no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> What's a Mick Oz? <laughs> <laughs> when did they take a Oz off the menu? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Are cookies. you a gift giver? <laughs> uh, look, it depends. <laughs> 
this this notion of uh, of say Christmas where I've got a large family, mm. you know, and, and we all get together. There's 25, 30 of us. Yeah. At one point, it was essentially everyone, yeah. you're just passing $50 notes amongst people because <laughs> yeah. everybody's given up the, the will to live. Yeah, um, and they're going, well, I don't know what you want. Like, you know, so how, here's 50 bucks. You buy yourself something. They go, no problem. Here's your 50 bucks. <laughs> so you're just passing the same bill around 25 different people. I totally agree with this. Yeah. So, yes. yeah. Except for the fact when you've got children and then you're mm. handing out four extra $50 notes for other <laughs> yeah. people. From you're them. not getting it back. <laughs> exactly. It's not coming back to you. So apart from that, right into it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I'm, I'm outnumbered here. The thing that's stressing me out most actually mm. is like now I have to worry about Mother's Day and Jade's birthday to get a gift from oh, Lewis, my son, that. for her. And it's going to have to come from me. You're going to stress about but that. But it's got I his name already. on it. He gets the... The credit. I can already see this happening. So Mother's Day's in May, I believe. I'm mm. gonna I'm gonna tune into your emotional state in May because I could just see a week before Mother's Day you going, oh no, I haven't thought about this at all. And I know it's coming up. Like I should be planning it now mm. and buying things, but I'm not going to. I needn't worry about that. But as as a man whose <laughs> children are now, you know, yep. quite old, um, <laughs> I can tell you that the secret is wait until they're you know around two ish yep. and they can. Dip their hands in paint, slap yes. it on a piece of paper. It's art. Perfect. You gift the art. Perfect. I you love know, it. It'll, it'll get framed. It's it's that's a gift. My, that is unreal. My brother and his wife have become the experts at this. Every year, <laughs> my mum gets this like, here, Granny. Here's this thing that we've done for you. There's like an artwork, or there's like a photo of us with a thing, and we love Granny written it's on nice. it. And I'm just like, come on. Like, <laughs> so one year I did come it as well. <laughs> and how'd it go? <laughs> Went over well. It's on the wall. <laughs> I, it. I put a picture of me as a kid yeah. with a friend of mine. And then we, we replicated that photo as uh, at the time we were like 28 or something. Yeah. And then uh, put them together with like a pretend, like a handprint or something. <laughs> it's like, oh here you go, God. mum. <laughs> they can do it. That's great. Yeah. Well done, Dan. It's bloody protest. Brilliant. Yeah. I think I might have missed the boat on that one. But yeah, I'm give it a go. It was a protest gift. Um, all right, let's move on, shall we? Let's talk about what we're here to talk about. And there's a signal for the main topic. Let's uh, drop a bath bomb and set light some candles <laughs> in your let's, business. In other words, let's get serious. Um, so we're here to talk about loving your business in in so much so that you don't want to sell it anymore. But that means you really need to increase the value of your business. And and this is you're an expert in this area. Uh, we want to find out the ways that people might overlook an increase in the value of the business. And they could be simple things or they could just be something that takes a little bit of work, but you don't realize that all of a sudden your business is now worth more than it was. So let's dive in. Absolutely. What, what have we got? Yeah. So I guess first we need to consider just how businesses are valued mm, in Australia. Yeah. So I've been valuing business for oh, 20 years or so. So I've done several thousand um, for, for yeah. court purposes, giving evidence. Yeah, of course. Court, There's a lot of reasons to value a business. Or it's mm. for just restructures mm. or it's for, for going to market. Mm. Yeah, so we use ours for going to market quite regularly mm. and they're used for people getting ready to go to market. Mm. So the big thing we, we can stress on is how are they valued? Yeah. So capitalization of future maintainable earnings is the big one. Yeah. About 80% of businesses are valued in that way. So what we do is we look at the profitability of the business, and that can be earnings before interest and tax or some other measure, and then what we call the capitalization rate, or it's one divided by that cap rate gives you a multiple. Yes. And that 
is the distillation of all of the risks that that business faces in the market. Yeah. Okay. So really what we're looking at is how profitable is it and how risky is it? Yes. So there's your two, two big ones that we can work on mm. straight away. So everybody knows, yep, yeah, sure, you can maximise how much profit you're making by either earning more yeah. or reducing how much you're spending, your expenses. Yep. So those are big ones. But then we've got to start looking at risks. Yeah. And I guess you guys had a, a, um, uh, an episode of, uh, about a month ago and you talked about the, uh, the book, The E-Myth. Yes. Um, and one of the things that, that that book sort of pushed pretty hard on was documentation and systemization of your business yeah, and sure. trying to remove the entrepreneur from the, the, the coalface. Yeah. yeah, the shackles of yeah. their business. Indeed. Yeah. And, and so, you know, I'm, I'm there myself. So I know mm. I went through that technician role and slowly moved myself out from manager to being, you know, much more removed. Mm. Yeah. And that is one of the massive keys to valuing businesses mm. uh, more highly is A, don't have to work in the business. Mm. So if, if you were faced with this proposition of buying two businesses that are ostensibly exactly the same mm. and one of them you had to work in every day yeah. and the other one you didn't, mm. which one would you pay more for? Yeah. <laughs> the one where fun. I have to do nothing. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, me too. And then on top of that, you also think, well, th- that business has a a manual pre-written for anybody to step into and just take over the reins and keep on galloping toward the, the sunset, making money. Mm. And the other one has nothing. Mm. Which one would you choose? And, and, and it's, it's a bit like that. Every single yeah. one of those decisions, mm. you start saying, well, would I prefer a business of this type of that or that type? And you start mm. to put in place those measures. Yeah, so essentially a business without those systems, without those manuals in, in place is riskier because... One, you could be doing things wrong. Two, they might be following a person rather than a business or a brand. And so you'd be increasing the risk or, or the, the factor that you're putting on that risk amount, right? Is that yeah, well, the risk we're looking at is the risk that you will not continue to make the, the same the profit. profits. Yeah. And yeah. so if you start looking at, um, well, what happens if I lose one of my key staff members tomorrow? Do I have to get them to stay around long enough yeah. to train up their replacement or is there a manual? Mm. Yeah. Um, and God forbid they get, you know, I've got to touch some wood. <laughs> um, someone got hit by a bus. Mm. Um, so they can't back, come back tomorrow. Mm. Will that uh, push your, your uh, business to the edge? Yeah, exactly. And, and every time you have one of those risks where you've, you've not mitigated it, mm. it reduces the value of your business or it actually reduces that multiple. A lot mm. of people think the multiple applicable to my business is three yeah. and it forever will be three. Mm-hmm. I can tell you that about 80% of businesses that uh, turn over less than about 2 million bucks, they sell for multiples of less than two. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah. So standing out from the crowd is mm. absolutely critical. Mm. So you'd really need to say, well, how do I make, you know, if, if it was a restaurant, how do I make my restaurant stand out? Mm. But, more and more business, business like restaurants are selling for multiples well less than two yeah. um, because really nobody wants to do it anymore. Yeah. Um, but if you start looking at manufacturers or personal services businesses, mm-hmm. you're starting to see you know, those, those multiples of three plus, mm. et cetera. Mm. That's when you start saying, well, how do I make my business, Cats Accountants, stand yeah. out from the one next door? That's it, yeah. Backwards. <laughs> <laughs> I was being figurative. <laughs> this is a metaphorical discussion. <laughs> but yes, let's, yeah. let's assume that yeah. Berkman's. Yeah. Um, 
<laughs> you know, so for instance, one of the things you could be considering there is, um, you know, if you're going to admit a new partner, um, would they pay a premium over being admitted as a partner at Berkman's mm. because of, mm. I don't know, you having a podcast or you having mm. a, a really, really cool ping pong table out there in the break room? I think I, I would. I, I definitely if I was would. entering yeah. as a partner of, of that business. But, but, but really, so what, like an, another way to summarize that is just attractiveness of it. Like you're going to pay higher mm. multiples for something that attracts you and people are going to be attracted to having to do less work at less risk. <laughs> so I guess brand, so you're kind of speaking to brand there really, aren't it's, you? It's everything. Yeah. It's I everything. mean, the thing about brand is that it doesn't have a value in and of itself. Mm. People often will ask us to value something and say, well, we have a trademark mm. or we have this beautiful branding. Mm. I said, okay, cool. Well, show me your profitability. And yeah. They don't have profitability. They say, but, but our brand might Check be worth 10 out. million. Mm. <laughs> so we know it's worth bugger all. Nobody's yeah. going to yeah. pay for that yeah. because it doesn't make them profit. Mm. It's all a part of that one big intangible goodwill mm. that we value, yeah. which is the real business that we do is we determine what the premium might be yes. over and above assets. your assets yeah. yes. that someone might pay. Yes, mm. exactly. And that intangible amount is made up of your reputation, mm. you know, your your loyalty uh, of customers, yeah. your loyalty, your your customer lists, your mm. your what makes you stand out from the crowd. Yeah. Yeah. And the idea is try and make that that a really long list. Yeah. 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 So, so systems. It's it's and tick that. <coughs> I find that interesting because it's almost ironic. Um, people in business, sometimes I speak to, wouldn't even consider their business something they could sell mm. because they really are just that technician. <coughs> when the business is going to end, they just think that's it. That's their retirement. They just shut the business down. And I just think that's so sad. It is, yeah. And what we're talking about here is building systems and building a business that doesn't rely on you. So it's ironic. It's a twofold thing. You're building a business that's going to feed profits to you mm. that you can spend less time in worrying about managing, overseeing, but also you're going to make more money in the end of the day when you can sell it, right? So Absolutely. Why, why aren't more of us focused on this? <laughs> the entire point is if you can get to, to, you know, if say you were going to prepare your business for sale, we're going to do some exit planning. So mm. your client comes to you, they say, I'm going to, I want to sell in a two or three years. I'd like you to help me groom my business for sale, mm. okay? So you start doing that systemization and mm. trying to employ people to, to become the manager and get the owner out of the business. You get all of those things in place. They are then sitting outside of that business. It's <laughs> generating income mm. on a relatively low-risk basis. So then they have to ask themselves that question three years later, just how much would I have to sell this before mm. yeah. before, before I actually let go? Because yes. it's just generating profit. Yeah. Mm. I'd be pretty happy to have a business that does that. Yeah. That's the situation you want, right? Absolutely. Yeah. You, you want a situation where you don't want to let go of something. Mm. Like they're making you an offer you can't refuse because yeah. you've built such a good business. Mm. Yeah. Absolutely. But if you absolutely have to sell, you, you have to start thinking just about some of the nuts and bolts. Mm. Um, one of the big ones we had reasonably recently was a, it was a food manufacturer okay. and wholesaler. So they... they um, you know, manufactured a food product and then shipped it off on a wholesale basis. And they had a pretty big factory. They came to us and asked for evaluation. And then we went back to them and said, well, you've got a, you have a six-month lease left. No options left. Mm. If you don't secure that lease, you're going to have to move. Yeah. And the relocation costs are about a half a million bucks. 
So it reduces the value of your business. Yeah. Or you could have a chat to a lawyer, um, go and ask for a new lease. Yeah. Might cost you an extra two and a half grand or thereabouts to actually mm. secure that, mm. that lease. Yep. And all of a sudden, that half million dollars in value is unlocked again. Yeah. And in fact, if you can get 10 years on, yeah, in options, yeah. it actually goes up. Mm. So it's just little bits and pieces that you have to think of in, in advance. I've, I've got a real world example Absolutely. of this. There's, there's a, a takeaway place mm-hmm. near where Tim and I live. Fish and chip shop. Fish and chip shop. It's been open forever, probably For, since I was born. It was there since I was a child. Yeah. And the people that run it were recently looking to close up, sell, sell it. And the landlord uh, and, the ha- and they hadn't come to an agreement on a lease in years. I'm guessing it's, it's just been a month COVID, to month. Like, yeah. Since COVID, they probably were yeah. month to month, didn't want to lock in. Mm. Too much risk, probably, they were thinking, to yeah. lock into a long-term lease So when a, things were uncertain. A bunch of people were looking to buy the business and couldn't, and found out they hadn't had a lease and then spoke to the landlord and couldn't get a lease and that business couldn't sell. Mm. It was worthless, essentially, and it just closed its doors. Nothing. That's that's not unusual, you yeah. know, especially mm. in restaurants and, mm. and food vendors. Yeah, that sometimes it's actually you're better off just mm. putting the keys back under the door and walking yeah. away. Yeah. If, yeah, if you can't get favourable terms for a, a, a purchasing mm. um, a party to come in and, and take over the business and for it to continue to be profitable, yeah. mm. no one is going to buy it. Yeah, absolutely. Unless you can find a sucker, and yeah. there's plenty of those <laughs> out there. But, you know, a few and far between, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, but that, that whole business's value was worth was worthless because it didn't have a lease at the end of the day. And what that's a right. shame. Yeah, yeah that's real a shame for them. And it's just a simple thing, yeah. you know. What, you guys would see it every day, also that mm. people don't do cash flow and cash no, flow forecasting nah. or budgeting. Mm. And one of the things I try and get through to business owners is that it's not necessarily that you sit there and you follow your budget religiously. Yeah. Mm. But it's the exercise of doing the budget and the cash flow forecast yeah. mm. that makes you think, ah, uh, the money will come in then, yes. it will leave then. Uh, what will I have to do to make sure that that income continues? Mm-hmm. And what are my expenses? Okay. And so they have to get into that mindset yeah. where they're actually thinking about it. Yeah. And that's the bit that I guess a lot of, of um, businesses really aren't doing because they're too busy doing the work work. The value of it is the practice of doing it mm. rather than the actual outcomes. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. So it's all habits. It's all habits. Yeah. Yeah. And monthly reporting is exactly the same thing. Mm. You know, yep. when you, you, you just print some stuff out or you... you know, you know, I, I, haven't a, I haven't used a printer a in years. <laughs> <laughs> printer a bit PDF. like faxes. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. You, you have run your reports on a, on a monthly basis and you have, mm. a, have a bit of a squiz and find out how your business is tracking in the last month. Because if you wait to the end of the year, it's all too late. Yeah. You know, any opportunities that might have been there are long since dissipated or, you know, if there was trouble, so that you could have headed it off. And it's that mindfulness in mm. your business yeah. that... You know, making sure you're nurturing it as you go, just that yeah. little bit of care you take yes. mm. that makes it stand apart. So what, what do you think stops people from working on their business? Is it that fear that you're going to have to take some steps back before you take steps forward? <laughs> Busyness? Yeah, it could be, you know, either they're so busy working in the business they don't even have time to think about it, or as you said, they're concerned that if they do step back, something will go wrong. Yeah, like lack yeah. of wanting... Lack of control? Is it the fear? I reckon a little bit from each of those columns. Yeah. You know, because it, it's extra work. Yeah. Um, and most people working in their own business, and you know this, you're already busy. Mm. Yeah. Okay, but taking that step to go, wait, I need to step out of the business just a little mm. while, and if they don't have someone to step in 
into the uh, fray for them to yeah. take up the slack while they do those working on the business uh, parts, yes. then they're going to fall further behind mm. on the work work. True. So I guess really micro businesses, often they just don't have the time. Yeah. Um, for you know the, the small businesses and upward, mm. there should be opportunity there. And that's when you start saying, well, maybe it's more a mindset thing and yeah. you know, you're afraid of the extra work mm. or mm. maybe you're just afraid of... You know, stepping, stepping out of back your comfort zone, or yeah. out of your comfort zone, but also relinquishing control in the, the technical aspects of your business, yeah. rather than you know trying to work on the business and it, take it to the next step. Mm. All right, so we've spoken about uh, systemizing. We've spoken about things you can do, like getting a lease. W- what are the other things you can shore up? You can risks. do to shore up the yeah. the risks in your business or the value of your business. Um, one of the big ones for for businesses, especially in retail or wholesale, where you, you're selling a thing, mm. is yeah. pricing. Mm. Um, and it can be true of, of professional services firms too, where you, you're really looking at hourly rates or, or you know, um, uh, value um, billing. Sure. But getting your pricing correct before you take your business to market mm. can make a massive difference to the profit number. Yeah. Because whilst we say, well, you know, we, quite often people think that we only look at historical earnings to determine mm. what your valuation is. But the entire name of that capitalization is capitalization of future maintainable earnings. True, mm. true. We use the historicals often as an indicator of future, mm. but then we adjust them to determine what the future ought to be based on known parameters, I guess. Like, for example, inflation is very high right now. Is that an example? Of what exactly. You, you ought to be considering putting your pricing up to mm. account for the fact that all of your uh, downstream suppliers are probably putting their prices up. Mm. So either you're going to have your margin eroded or you need to keep pace. Yeah. Now, if you haven't changed your pricing for five years or ten years, as many businesses haven't, mm. um, and then you want to take it to market and you've got a very slim margin, one of the best ways of, of seeing a better price is simply bump up your prices just a little yeah, well. to consider you know, current market position. Mm. You know, don't try and price gouge, yeah. but just make sure that you are you know, a competitive price yeah. to the rest of the market um, so that you can actually take it to market saying, well, this is my expected profit next year. Yeah. And you have a solid basis. You, know, you have to be able to rationalise the improvement to either the re- reduced risk or the improved profit. Mm. So if you can show me exactly how you've done that, then we can factor it into your valuation. Mm. And so that's, that's a good one. That, that one we're talking about, about um, uh, having a, a management team in place, mm. that one's more about empowering your team. Yeah. Mm. So you might have people now that maybe aren't quite ready to step into a management role, but you can start empowering them with smaller tasks okay. that take some of your tasks off your plate. Mm. which might free you up to do that budgeting. Yes. And those, those other little things that you should have been doing all along. Yeah. So that's one of the, the keys as well. Um, for some businesses, you might be looking at what technology yeah. is available. Yeah. You know, a lot of businesses that, um, are, you know, maybe my parents' generation or even, God forbid, my generation. Mm. Uh, <laughs> I'm Gen X, I <laughs> um, You know, they might have let, let uh, technology run away on their business and so mm. they're not... They're no longer the cutting edge mm. where once they were. Um, and so looking at technological advancements that they could implement, you know, that can be really simple stuff like stock management. Yeah. Like barcoding. I know, mm. I know of so many businesses that even now don't have barcoding just mm. to 
determine what their current stock level is. Yeah. Yeah. So they're taking a so wild right. stab in the dark when they say, oh, my inventory is about half a this million much. bucks. Yeah. Go, Where'd you get that from? I, said, yeah. oh, I love that one. Plucked yeah. it from thin air. Yeah. 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 So, Absolutely. you know, those sort of things are really easy to, to look for and maybe not so easy to implement in some cases. Yeah. But, but you see which ones yeah. are the low-hanging fruit. And that's definitely a, a risk thing as well because I, I'd rather buy a business that's got, you know... Uh, a stock, an inventory management They're using system. deer inventory yeah. or something to manage their inventory levels. They've got barcodes, they've mm. got automated systems, they've got purchasing systems, they've got other things versus someone who doesn't have that, has a warehouse just full of stuff and a spreadsheet or something that they're like, oh yeah, it's roughly, it's roughly yeah. this much. Yeah. We, we order when we, gets, when we can see the shelves about half full. We, yeah. that's, that's our indicator. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, the other thing is that you don't know about things like obsolescence. Like, yeah. yeah. You know, half the stuff on that shelf you just talked about is probably obsolete and Definitely. Is, exactly. has zero yeah. value. Yeah. And yeah. so, you know, being able to, to, to point to a number and go, that is correct, mm. yeah. means that the potential purchaser isn't going to spend 100 grand doing a stock take or doing, you know, advanced due diligence on a potential purchase mm. because your figures are a bit doughy. Mm. Yeah. So that's the kind of thing you can, you can think about. It's not always going to be a technological sort of yeah. system you can mm. do a manual system that could be effective yeah mm. but at least think about it you yeah know? um i like all these because it's like improving your business every single yeah day. it's because <laughs> when most people think about oh i need to improve the value of my business they usually just think about i need more sales or i need mm. more you know we always advocate you know the really the growth in your business is is profit it's not sales um so reducing cost is a way to grow your business for instance mm. But yeah, they're usually just thinking, I don't know, we, yeah, we, we need more sales, we need more leads, we need more of these things to show that how good our business is. But everything you've said so far might lead to that, mm. but they're all much more subtle. And yeah. I think that's... Well, the problem with it. growing your, your revenue is usually it costs money. Yes. Yeah. You've got to throw cash at it, which means your margin probably eroding. You might have a yeah. better better turnover, but mm. a lower margin in future. Definitely. So Definitely. Yeah. that's pretty pretty telling for me. For mm. a business, when I'm doing a valuation, I'll always look at benchmarks. Yeah, mm. okay. So is this business, you know, it might be getting a 5%, 6% profit margin, yep. but all of its its um, peers out there in the world mm. are getting 10%. Yeah. Well, why would I buy that one? Yeah, yeah, exactly. The only reason I'd buy that one is if I knew that I could go in there and get rid of the excess expenses yes. and, and therefore improve the value. Yep. But, but you're going to be but buying it at, at a, a reduced... Discount. Yeah. That's right. It's like... Yeah. Buying a fixer up a house. Yeah. You don't pay the premium for it. Yep. Mm. You know, you, you pay for the real estate, the land it's sitting on. That's right. And That's then you right. go in there and you fix it. Yeah. And it's worth a mozza. Mm. Yeah. Um, uh, one of the things I really push for is taking advice. Mm. So, you know, you, you are advisors. You know, you're <laughs> the, it's, it's actually been researched and it's well known that accountants are the most trusted advisor to businesses. You know, they... Yeah. Something goes wrong. They don't mm. call their lawyer first. They mm. call their accountant first. <laughs> yeah. And quite often it's a legal matter and you shouldn't be given advice. <laughs> but, but all the same, you know, you, you are going to be a trusted advisor, but often people just ignore the advice mm. yeah. or they act too late. Yep. So I guess get good advice, listen to your advice and act upon it mm. in a timely manner. Yeah, is, get it early. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, several years in advance. Get it yes. early. Yeah. yeah. And... I guess all of all of this and, and many more things that are probably going to be pertinent to individual businesses should all be 
put together in a strategic document, essentially. Mm. And that need not be printed. Um, in fact, <laughs> it's better if it's not. Yeah, right. Uh, it's a, it should be a living, breathing document, yeah. your mm. strategic plan yes. for your business. Yep. It's not just a business plan. Mm. It's your, your cash flow forecast. Mm. It, yep. it is all of those manuals we talked about. It's the, mm. the, the staffing structure, yep. or not mm. necessarily the staff that exists, but what's the model structure that we're after mm. and what does every role do? Yep. Having that strategic document that says to a um, potential purchaser, Here's how to run this business into the future. Mm. This is the, the strategic direction that we're headed and this is the toolkit that you need to achieve it. Yeah. We'll set your business apart mm. by miles. So you put that into place and I can tell you now that you will see, you know, at an order of magnitude, yeah. more value than if you it turned up and asked me to value your business uh, tomorrow. Unless, of yeah. course, you've already got it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. No, that, I, I love the sounds of those manuals that you would prepare for your business. And uh, yeah, it's definitely an ambition of mine to uh, improve ours because we, we had pretty good systems, say, 10 years ago, but just things change, you know, and you've got to yeah, keep absolutely. it up to date. So, um, And that's why I say it has to be that living, working, breathing yes. yeah. document because, mm. you know, many people have said, oh, yeah, I've got a, I've got a business plan. I go, cool, can I see it? I said, oh, no, it's in my head. <laughs> Right, buddy. You can't, you can't pass that to the next generation. <laughs> yeah. That's not a business plan. That's yeah. that's you. Until mm. there's technology where you can like print the image in your mm. mind. <laughs> but even then, they think they've got a plan, but yeah. they don't really. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's exactly. just a oh, we're going that direction. Yeah, yeah. Slowly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, absolutely. I, I've got one tip to increase the value of your business, and this goes mainly small and micro businesses out there, okay. and particularly tradies. Yep. Stop taking cash. <laughs> <laughs> Bad luck, it's Bank not income cash. in your business. Bank you can't prove that. Yeah. Pay yeah. tax. Pay tax on that cash. It's going to pay dividends later on. Literally. Well, it's actually one of my, my tips. And one of the first questions I ask of businesses to mm. say, well, do you account for all of your cash? Um, <laughs> be, because you know, be, how many businesses have you seen or heard of that has two tills, for instance, in a retail? Mm. Oh, this is the tax man's till and this is the mm. non-tax man's till. Yeah. Just, and, mm. and then they try and sell it using the total takings every business sale if the business is selling for 150 grand or less i would Mm. say yeah and unfortunately yes a lot in the hospitality industry um every single one of them will send the figures and they'll say and i take 50 grand in cash a year yeah (laughs) (laughs) and it's so bad yeah it's so bad generally my my advice in that situation is to say well you can pick one you can either Take the cash, or you can mm. sell your business and make money on it. <laughs> yeah, um, it. but you can't have both. Yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah, that's one of the, the best of both worlds. So I, yeah. It's advice that I always give, um, even when it comes to just um, when people focus on reducing tax, which is part of why they take cash, obviously. But I, I always say, like, where would you rather less tax or more money? <laughs> mm. You got two options, uh, yeah. and I'd be taking more money every day of the week. So that's what where I'd, my focus would be. Plus, that cash—they're just going. Spending it, yeah. <laughs> well, one of my great mates, he's a, he's a one of us. He's an accountant. Yeah, one ah, of us. Yeah. <laughs> um, he's and his um, aim in life is to be paying more than a million dollars a year in tax. Mm. And I think I like that's that. something to aspire to. Yeah. Like, you know, it means you're making mm. a mozza. Does yeah. Um, you know, you're not a, you know a billionaire where you're only paying half yeah. a million dollars in tax. Well, if he's yeah. got a company, he's making four million profit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. So yeah. you know, he's um, I think has something in that for all of us. Mm, yes. We can all aspire to pay as much tax as possible. Definitely. Yeah. Um, not pay too much. No, no. no. 
Not more than you need to. Exactly. exactly. I'd like to pay as much tax as possible, but no more than I need to. <laughs> <laughs> A motto to live yeah. by. It's a bit wordy, but we can work it. <laughs> yeah. Put that as an acronym somehow. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's, anonymous. Yeah, that anonymous. anonymous. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's, this is all really good advice. Is there, is there any other one piece of wisdom you'd like to dish out um, before, before we wrap it up? Because I think people here are sitting there thinking, you know what? I love my business and I'd love for it to be worth more. And I could do these easy things. Well, not necessarily easy, but straightforward things to improve the value yeah, of my business. Definitely. Look, I, the only thing I can do is say, get out of the business. Yeah. You know, the only reason you should work in your business is if you really love it. Yeah. Mm. And then you should be doing only the parts of that business mm. that you really love. Mm. Yeah. Because generally, if, if you want a very valuable business, yeah. you need to be treating it like an investment. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. Um, an arm's length investment, it's it's much the same as you know, if you're buying a, a piece of real estate for an investment purpose yeah. or some shares. Yeah. What you want is it for for it to generate income for you yeah. or to appreciate in value. Yeah. The only way that your business is going to appreciate in value is if you get the hell out. Yeah. Okay. And you know, that doesn't mean do nothing in the business. Mm. Work on the yeah. business if you need to. Yeah. Um, help them put in the systems, reduce the risk of that business yes. to any potential purchaser, mm. and then sit back and just Enjoy the cash rolling. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Jeez, be that be a shareholder nice. for a while. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, silent partner has always been something I've aspired to. Yeah. You know, where, where I just look in my bank account, and it's just growing. <laughs> Doesn't I that sound to, nice? I have to That'd work out how to spend it. Yeah. <laughs> look, we're not quite there yet, Dan, no. with the podcast or the accounting firm, but we will. We'll, we'll get, get there. there. We'll get Valuation of a billion dollars. You're not far off. Yeah. And I've been trying for a long time to make Tim a silent partner on the podcast, but I'm fine with that. I don't. I'm happy to do that just All let right. me know when well, let's, uh, you let's did try that when I had the baby yeah I, I did go four weeks it was tough I gotta be honest I bring the laughs yeah I mean like Actually, it was I laughed at four you. weeks how many it was, it was a long, I week. It was a long time it felt like a long time to all of us yeah <laughs> <laughs> it was a long time for me it was a long time uh, I made it through that's good uh, let's wrap up there uh, push the button how, how can people find you, Brett? Yeah, like in, how can people find you? If they you? want to get an valuation of their business or get some tips. Uh, it's pretty simple. Uh, my business is known as Business Valuations Online. Mm. We do mm. business valuations online. online. Yeah. <laughs> and our website is businessvaluations.online. Online. Oh, hey, so got online. Fancy hey, got online. Hey, yeah. yeah, we got the lot, mate. There you yeah. go. So that's the trifecta. So okay. um, yeah, that's what we do, and mm. that's where you can find us. So very easy. We couldn't get the one three hundred business valuations online because it was a bit long. Mm -hmm. uh, that is long. a bit. <laughs> it's quite long. <laughs> yeah. So we got one three hundred two value. Ah, ah fancy. I like that. Yes. I like that two value. That is good. I uh, feel like you, judging by that, you might even have a cool number plate on your car about business valuations. No, no I do not. No. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you should. Yeah. What's yours again, Tim? Uh, Tesla wanker? <laughs> <laughs> Bought a lemon. Yeah. <laughs> hey, they're great cars. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, uh, any other things this week? I, I can start if you want yeah, yeah, to think yeah. on it. Yeah, I do. Uh, this week saw the return of uh, my favorite TV show, Survivor. Hey. So it's back, and I enjoyed it thoroughly. You into Survivor, Brett? Or Is that Survivor Australia? Yeah. The Survivor Australia one came back, but the Survivor US one I also watch. Oh, mate, I, I can sit here and wax lyrical about it. Really? Oh, really? oh absolutely. Hey. I could... I reckon I could start a fire. <laughs> I reckon I could too. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. If only we could have a fire challenge. That's the yeah, only right reason now. anyone watches Survivor. I, don't don't need one. Like a, I can do that. I don't yeah. need one of those 
Nancy Wancy. <laughs> yeah, I don't like know. Like one flint, of those yeah. flint sticks. <laughs> just wood. Yeah, not even wood. I just use a <laughs> just, rock. You just stare at it. And <laughs> yeah. It just ignites. Yeah. It just smolders. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, That's Australian brilliant. Survivor came back this week. Watched it last night. Loved it. All in. Um, uh, I'm a big AFL fan And so David Zaharakis mm. Used to play for the Bombers mm. He's on Survivor There's like two or three uh, AFL players on Is there? Mm. Hey, very good There always is Makes me want to They always it. call them AFL legends Never heard of them yeah. Any of them <laughs> Not quite I wouldn't call them a legend It was like so. AFL legend <laughs> 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 <I'm> like, <laughs> I don't know that name <laughs> Nice Probably hope if I watched AFL I guess Yeah, yeah, yeah it would yeah. Or sport in general and, uh, no. I like sport. I like uh, basketball, uh, Survivor. You're naming uh, sports. <laughs> You're just naming that. That's not even tennis. a sport. That second one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there was a there was some tennis on last week. Apparently. Yeah. yeah. I just I don't like Djokovic. Mm. Uh, it's just yeah. his head. It's oddly shaped. <laughs> yeah. <It's> just <laughs> his eyes are so close together. <laughs> it probably makes him an excellent tennis player. But I saw a, a funny Batuta Advocate article, and I think it was like. Um, universally loved tennis player unites world or something and it was like <laughs> 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 it, was, uh, it was good um all right uh, do you have another thing tim i did have yes i've started watching uh the last of us which mm, is an apocalypse heard, that's very good apocalypse show based on a video game mm, i watched the first episode last did night you? Quality. quality good, good. Hey. absolutely yeah they're creepy those uh, do you guys mushroom eat mushrooms? <laughs> the mushroom <laughs> Not people. Not mushrooms yeah. now. <laughs> I haven't watched it Basically, yet. it's this fun guy that's... You know, I don't know if the science is real there either. Like they start off in the 60s and there's some scientists talking about you know, plagues or pandemics. And it's so relevant because we've just been through the COVID pandemic. Yeah. And um, one of them's like, yeah, there's one I'm scared about and it's fungi. Because apparently this fungi takes over ants. And just gets them to do whatever oh, yeah. they want. No, that, that's real. It's, that it's act, a real that's thing. A real yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. yeah. Prevalence in humans, not so much. <laughs> not so much. Yeah. <laughs> so that's right. So, but the theory, yeah, the 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 show is basically going as though it's evolved. Yeah. And it's started Taking to humans, yeah right. take humans, and it's really creepy. Mushrooms like come out of their mouths and stuff and grow on their heads and they. Eat. I'm, I'm looking they forward eat to watching. It. Yeah. <laughs> it's like zombie mushrooms. <laughs> no, it's very well rated. It really was good, but it's a bit, you know, you don't come away from that feeling, you know, like it's, sleeping. It's creepy. <laughs> it's like really creepy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, good. It's fantastic watching. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Brett, anything recommending in the world at the moment? Books. Not really. I was going to go with um, The Last of Us, but... Um, oh, no, oh, no. I stole it. Was, it. it was quality, but yeah. uh, he's just... Way to be a crap <laughs> host of the podcast. <laughs> I know. Or, okay, we'll go with a, a, a throwback to like okay. the... I think it was the late 2000, 2007-odd, yeah. and there was a, a show called Chuck. Chuck. Yeah, I remember Chuck. So you you were probably like 12 at the time, yeah, whatever. <laughs> 17. <laughs> so my children enjoyed that back then, but I didn't get a chance to watch it because okay, I was yeah. doing the two, two and a half hour commute to and from work. Yeah, wow. Um, so I started watching that and tell you what, it's, it's good. not as good as I thought it was going to be. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is advice to not watch that but, show. But on the upside, you can watch an episode of Chuck after you've watched uh, the Last of Us, yeah, okay. and you can sleep, and then you it's get about so it. easy. Yeah. Yeah. It's a wind down, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's no mushroom people. That. Yeah, but, that's, that's yeah, but you enough. need a show like that. Absolutely, you need that twenty-minute just empty laughs. You know what? That I watched. Um, 
uh, All Quiet on the Western Front the other day. Oh, and that is just a heavy. brutal movie from start to finish. It starts brutal and it ends brutal. It's heavy. And I watched a couple of episodes of Seinfeld straight afterwards. Yeah. I was like, I just need a quick pick-me-up before I go oh, to bed. Yeah. Otherwise, I'm going to be miserable. Those, those full-on war movies, oh, I, yeah. I find them really heavy going. Oh. Yeah. So. And this one um, is real heavy. Have, have you seen it? No, I haven't. What, I'll, I'll give you a summary. Been nominated for an Oscar. It goes wah, 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 <laughs> over and over again, and then lots of people die. <laughs> okay. And how long is it? Two and a half hours. It goes for a long okay. time. Yeah. Okay. And just when you think it's over, more it's people all die. Factual too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah there awesome. you are. More people more die. People die. <laughs> <laughs> it's so nah, it's so dreary. <laughs> you know, when I watch uh, something on Where television, it's usually to, to yeah. try and yes. pick up my mood rather yeah. than sit there and go, well, oh, aren't humans horrible? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You could look at it and be like, geez, I'm lucky, you know, that I don't live in World War One times. And Very positive of you. Yeah, you could see mm. it as a positive thing. That's mm-hmm. what I generally take away. Or I'm not it. sending my children off to that. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm. Yeah. Mm. See, my, my eldest is 20. Um, he's yeah. you know, 20 years old, my my. Uh, younger is 16 and my stepson 15 like yeah. they're all in that age they, that they would have been off imagine and oh. i can't think of anything it's worse. so scary oh that yeah. is yeah hmm. i often Probably think so. about that as being alive during conscription times or, or the times where Ugh. everyone just volunteered to go off yeah um yeah it's an opportunity to travel. Yeah. You'd yeah. just be the Robin Williams of uh, Good Morning Vietnam. <laughs> Good morning, <laughs> Vietnam. That'd be it's your skill role. set. Yeah. 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 <laughs> the way you clapped earlier. Wow. Yeah. It's quality stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you should have seen all of our original sets up. They were much worse. <laughs> so much clapping. We've come a long way. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, thank you everybody for listening to the podcast this week. Uh, it's the first episode of Love February. Yeah. And we love you all listening to this. Oof. And uh, make sure that you tune in next week for the next episode of Love February. If you want to get in touch with us, Two Drunk Accountants on all the social medias, uh, twodrunkaccountants.com.au to go check out our website where our online courses are happening. Uh, and uh, twodrunkpodcast at gmail.com if you want to shoot us an email with any questions. Um, I'm sorry if you didn't win the fuming drunkie. Better luck next year. <laughs> Better luck next Fume year. Fume harder. Fume harder next time. I'm pretty sturdy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not happy. <laughs> Get an entry in now for next year. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody, and we will calculate it. Bye.